I'm Tim. And today we are recapping Married at First Sight, season 13, episode 16. 17. 17. (laughs) (laughs) Decision day. Down and dirty decision day. Down and dirty decision day. Gosh. I guess a little more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Overall, not uh mind-blowing mind-blowing nor am i completely shooketh by any of the decisions that were made no yeah Um, i'm continue to be more excited for reunions than i do about actual decision day you know yes but the full juice of the reunion cannot manifest without decision day taking place something to be said though that we do want to address is deeper is that there are a ton of spoilers out there which obviously we are not a spoiler pod um and we actually really try to avoid them ourselves throughout the season because we don't want that to impact the way that we are informing the masses um but i you know we have now that we've watched decision day gone and looked through them like some of the accounts that are really good at this mathis poc mathis a fan there's a few that are like always on the piping hot tea the second it is ready um and there's so much fun stuff to unpack but we've agreed that we want to wait and see how the reunion plays out comment on the real the reunion in real time and what we're probably going to do is a special episode after the reunion is over where we walk everyone through any shit that never ended up getting held to account, mm-hmm. basically. You know, any fun spoilers that never got addressed or things that have come out since, you know. So that's something fun for you to look forward to when you're in your depressed state between seasons. Um, but yeah, all that said, let's get into it. Let's start with Michaela and Zach. Oh my gosh, we have to. Goodness Glacier. I know. So we start with the montage, of course. So everybody, I I always like am ready to be bored by these, but then remember that there is something interesting about hearing from each partner's perspective, their breakdown of the relationship and leading up to when they meet at decision day. You're good at paying attention to this because my eyes gloss over. I mean, yeah, it's not that titillating, but there's little things and I, that are sometimes of note. So it's mostly just a recap of everything we already knew, but you hear them talk over. Yeah. And Michaela's like, I was just surprised when she was like, the moment I saw Zach, it was love at first sight. I was like, damn. I mean, wouldn't we call it infatuation at first sight? Yes, we would call it. (laughs) We would call this sexual chemistry, I believe. (laughs) <laughs> is what we would call it. Um, I don't know. Love at first sight's always been a hard one for me to wrap my head around. But I felt bad for her that, of course, we had to have a recap of every awful scene. The infamous Clorox smash um, that literally was perfectly lined up with the beat of the song. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, my goodness. And then... Yeah, I felt that was the only thing that stood out to me. So suddenly we're in Decision Daw. And things 
get confusing as all effing get out. Well, I'm like uh, trying to track this. I mean, here's here's the thing. From a bit larger perspective, their whole decision day process is a perfect reflection. Is of a their whole perfect reflection of yeah. what the last eight weeks has looked yeah. like from this couple. Literal whiplash. We have Michaela coming in, talking about how this has been just a big learning lesson for her. Um, she's learned so much about herself, has come so far. I'm happy that all of it happened. I've learned a lesson every time. Yes. Zach decides to pull out a prepared statement, which I don't know. It, I don't think... This is not this time if to 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 pull out a prepared statement. This is a time where you speak it's honestly from your heart. Right. You have an open discussion and dialogue with your partner your and vows. experts. It's not a right. press conference for you to come out and, and like it. Just it seems especially when you are going to literally make all of our heads spin around on our necks with bewilderment. I see today as the beginning for us. You made me a better man. All of it was worth it. I wouldn't change a single thing. I can say that I love you too. They're both weeping. I, I'm okay. So, so then we have that, right? It was all worth it. I just, this needs to be restated. It was all worth it. And I wouldn't change a single thing thing right insane huh like <laughs> deeply deeply confused so now they're both crying she's obviously shocked because this is like the nicest this is the nicest shit he's ever said about her in eight weeks and she's basically like expressing of and uh, this to me is sad because it feeds the dynamic that we have said has been at play here all along which is that Michaela has always had stronger feelings for him than he has had for her, which is why regardless of her absolutely terrible behavior when conflict arises, it's always been this window to at least have a little bit of extra understanding for her because we've watched in real time as he has played her. Mm -hmm. Like, that is what we've watched. Yeah. You know, he speaks out of one side of his mouth and says, like, Everything about you and this and us, it will not work, blah, 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 blah. And then out of the other side of his mouth, he's flirting with her and asking her to fucking sleep over when the cameras are gone. So it was sad because this is the absolutely most effective way to get the other person in her position just right back where you want him. Yeah. And so, of course, she's so touched. It's all emotional. She's basically shocked that he said those things. She feels reaffirmed. Like, I knew you loved me. You know, she yeah. feels like I knew it. Like, even though you don't say these nice things to my face, her whole summary is like, you just, oh, you do think about me and you do care about me. And this is all so comforting. And it's like, oh, my God. So I'm I'm completely confused. He's like, and then he saw crying tears of joy about just like the beauty of what they've done Other and who than they are. My mom, you're the most amazing woman I've ever oh met. Oh my god! Literally, that statement is like the most intense statement you could make about yeah. someone. 
So what I loved though, is that Dr. Viviana goes, wait a second. <laughs> we are all very confused. This does not align Zach with For anything. anyone that's been following your relationship. We are, <laughs> we are quite baffled. Then he gushes more and he's like, well, and then cries more and says, Really, the fact that she's still here and willing to work on stuff and own her shit and blah, 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 blah. She must really love me. She must really love me. It's like he's just touched by the concept that someone could like him so much. Mm -hmm. And that just sort of confirmed my suspicions that, like, he just can't quite quit the fact that a beautiful person, like, wants him. It feels too good. Mm. So even when he hits those patches where he remembers like, oh no, this is a toxic relationship. This is terrible. And then he'll like say everything that we, you know, isn't necessarily not true, but he'll like break down all the ways that she sucks. And then it's like the fact that she's still willing to keep trying like two days later and is maybe like coming on to him and like wants to hook up with him to try and make it all better. He can't quit that. Like, she's too available to him. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's her fault. I, if anything, I think that he takes advantage of this fact. Oh, of you course. Know? Of course. So then Michaela goes into, like, more. She's learned so much. She wants to be better. And she has realized through all these incidents that, like, the Hurricane K is, like, unacceptable. It's something she has to deal with. She's going to be better. And, and he's, like, overjoyed. He's, like, grinning as if you know, holy shit, like, we're going to make this work. Yeah. So it all leads to, do you want to stay married or divorced? I think that it was so messy that they asked her first. Hmm. I hate when they do this. Like, I always want, I don't know, in this situation, I wanted them to make him say it first. So that she could still, like, claim some power. Be protected right. in some way. You know? Yeah. Rather than one last moment for Michaela to completely, like, vulnerably expose herself. Yeah. To then be shot on all over again. Whereas, which we'll get to it, the Johnny Bao situation, I loved the way that they yeah. played that up. Because, like, I think that he deserves to feel that feeling. Yeah. But, yeah, anyway. So they set this up. Do you want to stay married or divorced? Michaela says stay. And then we all brace ourselves because we've all watched these fucking tiresome conversations they have had about the semantics that Zach does and doesn't believe in on principle. Regardless of the fact that they are not saying, a like, give us a blanket, yay or nay, in approval of the last eight weeks. No, they say, will you be staring, staying married or will you be getting a divorce? It's, it's very simple. It's it clear, means exactly it's, what it means. It's been clear since the first season. They have not ever opened the door. No. One thing that I respect, you know, we can argue how weird it is. The fact that they've put these parameters on a show mm -hmm. to be like, you must decide to stay married, you know, or get a divorce. We can, whatever. I know, that's but not I the, think that that's, I think it's simple. Well, I was going to say, I respect 
how over the years they have not opened the a crack of the door to let the yes be something other than yes or no be something right. other than no. It is what it is. It has been that way. It's not going to change. Exactly. You don't get to def define the parameters of this decision day here. Right. And something that I thought was really like spot on was when Pastor Cal. So, of course, we get Zach's semantics bullshit. He goes, I want a divorce. Everyone is sitting there in actual shock because you literally just cried tears of joy and love and gushed over this and woman. And told this woman that you love her. Lo that you love her and she's the best woman you've ever met outside of your mom. And then you're getting a divorce, but you can't wait to see what comes next. But he said, it's, but I, I want a divorce, but it's not a bad divorce. All it means is what that I can't, his whole you? thing, it's all semantics and judgment. So his whole thing is me saying stay married means saying that the last eight weeks was okay. I want a divorce from the last eight weeks. The most and ridiculous like, dumbass. And Pastor Cal goes, no, no, no. You can, you can say yes and, or yes, but. You can say, yes, I can't wait to see what comes next. I'm going to stay married to you, but it can't look the way the last eight weeks did. But there's no such thing as no, but. Yeah. Because... When you say, I choose to divorce you, you are saying, I choose to end any potential here, you know? Because anything, any, like, obviously we realize at the core, people can do whatever the fuck they want. And if they agree on some bizarre definition of literally anything, that is anyone's prerogative to do. But when you are operating within a structure that already exists with certain rules and meanings and expectations that go with that. Like, no, you can't come in with your random definition that you just came up with last week because what? Like, it's all a pride thing. Like, he's like, I can't, for my pride, I cannot on national television say yes because I've decided that it means that I'm okay with your explosions. And it's like, but that's not what it means. It's not what it means at all. So I love that Pastor Kyle was like, no, whoa, 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 hold on. Like he tried to be like, I just want you to really think about this for a second. If you say no, I'm getting a divorce right now. You are putting the nail in the coffin because Michaela is hearing that you are not willing to stay committed and see what comes next. And then it becomes clear because in his bullshit arguing, run up, circling, circle jerk, he basically admits he can't say yes because he he doesn't want to commit even to that he wants to just like see what happens he wants to like hook up and hang out yeah he literally said quote i want to keep hanging out at the group event afterwards no it's like can't. wait are you we can't. in college no. like hanging out no you just did what you just did and you're gonna see if maybe we keep hanging out no 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 like no, the level to which after everything you've been through, that's just straight up disrespectful. Yeah. And so, yeah, Pastor Cal tries to, like, help him dig yeah. out of this hole. And he like, still says, her. no, because I'm not divorcing the past if I say yes. And I'm like, what According the hell who? are you talking about? Like, 
the mental gymnastics that you have had to I know that has taken to justify place with your you bullshit is just insane. I and know. I thought one of the most telling things is at the very end, he kind of says something on the side like, she must have forgotten what I meant with no, when I said no. And I was like, dude, you. you're a fucking dweeb. I'm over this. <laughs> like, I'm over you. Yeah. I'm sorry. We have she gone back and about forth. That. No, you idiot. She remembers. She was hoping that in the end, you wouldn't subscribe to this nonsense and you would come to your senses and do the right thing. Yeah. And she really thought after you shed all those tears and read this bullshit speech that you had indeed reached the same conclusion she had. Yeah. Which it was, which was, it was worth it to stay on and see what could happen next. So he's an idiot. Uh, then he, ba- after Zach doubles down and is like, no, this is what I really mean. Pastor Cal is like, okay, well, she's going to need closure going forward. <laughs> and I feel like that was his way of being like, you can't now string her along after this. Yeah. Like you need to make it known that this is over and <sighs> which he doesn't. And you see evidence of that a little bit in the group. Yeah. You know, like, and it's sad because once again, he's a miserable, like, like wreck at that thing and barely speaks and has this like scrunchy, angry face on the whole time. But Michaela is weirdly like speaking for them. And she like, poor Michaela, like she's still defending it. Yeah. On his behalf. And she's basically like, because this is where I get frustrated where I feel like were her flaws are getting overly projected onto everything. So she's basically like, look, after my initial feelings of decision day, you know, I've come, basically I've come to my senses and I understand where he's coming from and we're going to see what can happen. I'm here. I'm in it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like he, this is the problem is like, She's now convinced herself that even like her reaction or or like what she hoped and expected of him on that day. Like, really, it was a her problem, you know? Yeah, I think. Based she's off not of, ready to let go and he still wants. Yeah. To be and based off of the whole Hurricane K situation, yeah. we have seen her come back and be overly. Yeah. Stoic, go with the flow. And Where it's it feels hard unnatural. because it, yeah, and it's it feels it feels unnatural and almost she see, feels that she is trapped by being able to control her emotions. Yeah. Because this situation with Zach and how decision day went down and talking with the group after, you should feel every reason to be justifiably angry and upset. Yeah. And I feel like she doesn't know how to portray that. No. Because it's either she questions I'm going any to... anger she feels. Yes. Because she it could all be an explosion and it's been just, you know, but the irony of like what you're saying is that that's the, to, to trap every emotion and to act like none of your anger is real because you don't trust it, which, you know, understandably so at this point, but it's the very recipe to pop off because you're like, you're letting shit build, 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 build yeah. it, with this performance to keep this person in your life. 
she's gonna explode again because of like it's like a vicious cycle yeah. and like yeah like trying to repress your upset over what happened on decision day which would have been perfectly valid and like all of the experts had her back and were like basically like she has a right to be upset yeah um but her trying to repress all that you're like okay count down to the next freak out yeah because there's no like balance there exactly. and he and like and so i guess my bigger thing it's like we've said before like zach absolutely plays a role in this dynamic yeah and she is responsible for when her shit is not okay but he is very he also has responsibility in the fact that i feel like he has absolutely taken advantage of how of her feelings for him and I, it's it's just hard to trust anything like his genuineness at any point in this process you're just like, I wouldn't be surprised if I end up finding out that you were playing her the entire time, that you never had any intention mm. of really being with her long term, mm. you know? But like, oh, you're attracted to her and she's always willing to be there. Like, she's an easy, like, you know? Yeah. You, I don't know. So those are my takeaways. I loved how the second they all walked out, Dr. Viv was like, Zach is ultimately just still wants to be the nice guy. Which is like kind of like how I felt about Ryan mm -hmm. with like, thanks for not hating me. Like you just want to look good still and you want to be the nice guy still and you don't want to have to look a tearful person in the eyes and say it's over and it's really over. Even though that's the, the least selfish thing that you could do, you know, mm -hmm. but you don't want to feel shitty for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I agreed with her. I'm like, yeah, Zach is ultimately still a child who just wants to be the nice guy and he can't quite figure it out. I agree. Okay. Moving on. Bow and Johnny. Bow and Johnny. Oof. Um, do you have any montage? Takeaways? I loved how Dr. Viviana introduces this couple before their montage saying, Johnny seemingly folded at the first sign of difficulty. <laughs> I was like, yes. Truer words have never been spoken. I did like, like just remembering some of the awful things he said to her. Like even that shower recap when she's like, I can honestly say I'm probably never going to be the person that showers three times a day. And he's like, well, I would just love it if you were clean. If that matters to me, why can't it matter to you? It's like, bro, she's clean. Like, let's yeah, just chill. Oh. Remember when? Okay. What? You brought this up and it made me laugh so hard. You oh, were like, yeah. remember when Johnny bought her the random XL Moo Moo oh. on their honeymoon? And I just burst into laughter. <laughs> uh, I need more B-roll of Jose and Johnny shopping for women's clothes <laughs> in my life, I think. Gosh, man, good times. So, so long Great ago. Great memes. Great memes. Um, I was just deeply confused when his narration of his side of the montage is over and he's like, I'm still just not 100% decided. And I was like, oh, please. So he comes in. <laughs> his like big thing is like he feels that he listens and barely speaks. Because the, the, the experts are like, we're still confused about, like, where is it that these conversations keep going wrong? Like, 
you keep telling us that every conversation you have leads to a fight. We don't feel like we've seen all of that. Like, we're not quite getting, like, what is the pattern here? What is it? Like, what makes you guys fight? And it's just... Well, I have something to say. You know, they... they they, When they come, Bao says that she... They had more highs than lows, which is just... Well, they always have to do this thing where they go, what were the positives? But then his positives... And it just, uh, it really just got under my skin again. Was he was talking about his the, like he could see a future if there was those little unplanned day to day moments. Ew. And I'm like, welcome to marriage, Johnny. You are living in a fairy tale of your own making in your brain, right? Where you think <laughs> that every single every day moment is supposed to feel like a fairy tale. Exactly. I mean, it's just give me a oh, just made me upset. He's such I'm like, a child. you don't understand anything about no. the way that this works, the uh, way that marriage works, dude. No. Like, well, and then he proceeds to say, like, I think that I listen, and I mean, I barely talk, and you know, she's just so dead set on being right and needing to blame someone for the wrong. Like, she always has to know, like whose fault is it i'm like who is this person you're talking about like shut the fuck up i am done meanwhile and this is all in response to her saying she really felt like she lost her voice the Mm -hmm. last eight weeks she felt like her voice was getting smaller and smaller and out of over time because she's likes to talk things through but as we all witnessed he cannot handle anything being brought to him that highlights a shortcoming, right? So whenever she would bring like, hey, I'm concerned about this or can we talk about this because this is how I was feeling today, it would go zero to hero for him. Well, and his only... Which he has amnesia about apparently. And this is how stunted he is about understanding aspects of his personality and relationship dynamics is that he tries to turn it into... Well, I never yelled at you as if I'm like, do you want an award? Well, that's his understanding of having not being able to handle conflict or being bad in conflict. Or or, I can only abuse you if I'm screaming at you or hitting you or hitting, you know, and it's just like, dude, do do you not understand for that? He, He tries to say our conversations haven't escalated because she her whole thing was I feel like my voice got smaller because over time Mm -hmm. I started realizing that like I needed to be careful what I said or it was going to escalate really quickly because we've all watched it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he's not screaming, but he starts like freaking hyperventilating Mm -hmm. and pacing and like he turns it all around on her in five seconds. So that was her point is like, it's not that she never said what she thought. It's that she quickly realized early on, I can't say everything I think because he seriously can barely handle a nugget of, of criticism or feedback. He is like, but I never yelled because she's implying that it would escalate. It's like, that's not what we're talking about, dude. It's that you would twist her words. It's that you can't even have a conversation. Exactly. You'd walk out of the room. You'd start freaking out. You'd be in the, the other bathroom going, (laughs) like you, you weren't even able to have a conversation. I know. I know. So don't give me that. Like, I just can't. Come on. 
So then, after all this, he's still acting like he can't decide. And then he gets asked, what are you going to do? I'm a yes. Let's see what happens without the cameras and the lights. I was like, oh, hell no. Hell no. You are a joke. This is for TV. I'm literally done with you. And I was so relieved. It was, first off, we need to just say it, that Bao showed up looking divorce chic. (laughs) She literally looked, looked so powerful and gorgeous. Like that pure red, the dress, the matching lips, everything. She looked a moz. It was like a a crimson. Yeah, it was very like power Luke. And I felt like it was like supporting her whole aura to like say what she needed to say. And she just was like, no, I'm very unhappy. And I have to leave this marriage. And then he's like, I mean, was in his interviews, was the marriage really that bad? <laughs> I mean, it hurts. I figured, I figured, why not give it a try? I was like, oh my gosh, you have had two months. So it was very gratifying when Bao was like, no, it's just too little, too late. Yeah. I was like, yes. I came into this looking for commitment and support, and I'm so unhappy, and I can't trust that that can change now. Yeah. Facts. 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 I love every guy is doing whatever they think is the definition of being a good guy. Yeah. In their own twisted way of... I know. You know, yeah. It's just, oh, I'm a good guy. I'm going to say I want a divorce, but I'm divorced in the past. I'm a good guy. I, um... I've been an asshole for eight weeks, but now I'm going to say yes, because fuck it. It's just, they're all over the place. I know. Speaking of, like, though, of all the lame guys trying to be nice guys, we, now let's move into Gil and Mirla. And mm. Gil is someone who, though not perfect, I do not put in that category. Um, okay, we need to address something. What? What is your take on the eyeshadow? Oh, it was hard for me. It was I don't difficult. know what it was. I felt that it was a costume look. I actually, like, I don't, I like the color, but I was like, what is this like? What is this? You're, it doesn't, it, the whole outfit was a hard thing for me. Like nothing was cohesive. It was like, what is this Luke? What is like, you're at the club from the head up and from the heinous boot down. And then like, oh, we've got a summer the- luncheon dress. Like I, I didn't know just, what to make. Uh, now I've never been inside an Ulta before but is the like is the makeup supposed to like is it supposed to go up to the eyebrow or is it just it seemed like it was operating in this middle she's doing like a look that like would either be like a chic subtle take on like a superhero thing like if you were dressing up on Halloween um or like if you were going really above and beyond to have a nighttime club look but no, I mean that's that's typically not like a day look and it's not my thing. Okay. Is that a smoky eye? <laughs> no. 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 Absolutely not. I don't know what we call that. If okay. anyone has a name for that, if we have any makeup artists in the house, tell us. Um 
But yeah, I was a little bit betwixt. I by just her. had some questions because I don't I don't know what how. What, yeah, what yeah. That is. I think everyone did. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. The energy, uh, like, eyeshadow aside. Yeah. The energy that Mirla comes in yeah. here is extremely off-putting. Yes. And this is once again one of those things where I think sometimes she takes this whole idea of this is just the way I am a little too far and it's like it doesn't mean that we don't have to like consider the feelings of others right or just try to be a polite human being for the sake of it. I mean yeah. she goes the wedding was terrible. I didn't like any of Everyone it. Everyone thought she was joking. Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. It was a terrible day. It was one of the worst days yeah. I've ever Yeah, it was had. ugly. I don't like meeting new people. I would never choose to get married there. I mean, it's just like, settle down. They're happening? on a TV show. They put the same stupid venue. I know. They put white, you know, linens in a ballroom of a downtown hotel for everyone. Everyone yeah. gets a paltry 12 chairs on the side. Oh, my we God. Bring and then we pastor. get into her like, hating her wedding ring. I know. It's like all these things were provided to you, dude. Like, right. But she just down. was like, but I did what it like, but I went through with it because it's part of the process and I wanted to find my person. I just, this I'm like, is no, what this I was is trying just to figure you being out. rude. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not, oh, I'm particular. This no. is the way I am. No, you're just being a rude person. Yeah. I feel like Mirla is real, really, I basically the side that would try to understand her inside of me. I think she is very, I don't think she's like a super naturally warm person, period, because I think she's kind of antisocial and I don't think she's the best with people, you know? And like, I, all I kept thinking at this, their time was she is so uncomfortable with the cameras and like, opening up and being vulnerable on camera in the way, I mean, she had to get wasted to go to individual therapy with Dr. Oh, Pepper, good point. you know? Yeah. And she's never, whenever they have an expert meeting, she's never very comfortable with it. Gil has to speak on her behalf and she has very short answers. Like, I don't think she's super good at feelings talk, especially in the spotlight. Yeah. And so that's, I just kept having these little notes of like, you know, after commenting on like a bitchy thing she said and just then being like, gosh, she's so uncomfortable with this. Like she is so uncomfortable with this. She cannot deal with getting into the like super feelings-y talk, which is exactly what her husband's really good at. So yeah, the hating her wedding ring thing was strange. Oh, I mean, and then she, she didn't want to talk about the fact that they'd had sex you know, she was like, no, we have not. And Gil was like, okay, no, I'm not. It's time for everyone to know that I'm getting some. I'm not. <laughs> He's like, okay, no, we consummated the marriage two weeks ago. Thank you very much. Which you totally called. Thank and I you. was presumptuous that they had already been doing that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> credit where credit is due. <laughs> Timeline matches up to a couple pods ago when I said, I think this had happened. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, then we get into, of course, like, what are the concerns? And we get into the money stuff, the finance stuff. I mean, mostly I'm bored because, like, we've already had I'm this conversation. I'm so tired of talking about this. Yeah. And 
the fact that they've talked about this for so long and still have not been able to come to a shared vocabulary about this. Like, here we are Especially eight weeks are... into this thing, yeah. and Mirla's saying things like, he'd be fine living in a shack. And he's like, wait, no, 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 I'm or not. A box. No. And she goes, he goes, no, that's like, how are we eight weeks into that? And you, that's the, your takeaway of, of this. Conversation? Right. That's your takeaway of this? Of right. course, no. He's saying he doesn't value money in the same way. He's saying that despite right. his circumstances, none of that matters. What matters to him is the people around him, his family, his relationships, his wife. He's not saying that he wants to go live in a cardboard box. Like, well, I just, and Dr. Viviana uh, tries to like build a bridge with this. She's like, okay, well, do you think that it's necessarily that he adamantly dislikes nice things or that it's just maybe he, he can enjoy them and like them, but he just doesn't care about them in the same way. And she's like, oh no, 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 no. He like adamantly doesn't like nice things. And he's like, hold on. Like, I, I want a nice house for my kids and my wife. I just maybe like, you know, we've got this obsession with the concierge service, which I'm like, Mirla, if you end up getting a house for kids, like you're not going to have a concierge. She wants and a I... high rise now and then a house. Right, right, right. Okay. Well then Dr. Viviana says, she goes, okay. So she's still trying to like round this out and be like, but we love each other. Right? Like that's what you said. So she goes like, look, we thought that you two despite your differences in this area, that you would choose life together, happiness, and your love over the discrepancy in pay. Were we wrong? And Mila goes, yes, I think you were wrong. I do think you made a mistake with that. And it's like so bizarre because then of course you're going, wow, maybe this is going to go that way. You know, like, who says that without very weird without like if you still love them and want to stay married you would think that but again this is where like i don't feel like mirla has all of the like empathy uh like social cues skills mm -hmm. because i think a lot of us if we were gonna say anything resembling that but still wanted to be with this person it would be quickly followed up with I do think that this is a really big concerning area that I wish you guys had cared more about. And yet, like, this is the person I love. So obviously this all happened the way it was supposed to. And like, I know that we're going to figure this out because I love this person or something, you know? And They misread the fact that she is as stubborn as she is. Yeah. I think they thought, oh, you know, eventually and she's just drew has drawn a line in the sand about yeah this yeah well and and then the weird part for me is that this abruptly ends gil's like we've moved on and and then it's just this part of the conversation is over they both look annoyed and release the tapes release the tapes um finally we get some nice stuff and all of a sudden, Mirla is talking about him like he is literally her dream man. And you're like, okay, here it is. Like, what? you couldn't have, like, why did you bury... We bury the lead. And obviously part of that is the structure of how they want this to go down because they want us to be like, well, they won't they to the last second. 
but it's like, Mirla, you had some control over like how that came out of your mouth too. So then we get, I really enjoy just being with you every day. The fact that you're the first person I talk to, the things you do every day show your commitment. If I had to do this over again, I would, which I think that that is what Gil needed to hear. And I was like, oh, but then she goes, I I would, and I would just change a bunch of things. (laughs) But then we end with, I think you're the most amazing husband. I'm like, Mirla, you literally suck at this. You're all over the place. You suck at this. So, but then, so then we switch to Gil and we also get some of the same ignorant blanket statements from him too. If I have to hear him say, you're driven by money, she's driven by money, she's very money driven, I'm just not money driven. If I have to hear that statement one more time, I swear to God, like, I'm so sick of it. I think it's so misleading. He so harps on it too much and it's not, and just like she doesn't understand his standards he still does not no. understand her standards yeah. you know and but then he follows up with the it's the first time we've ever heard him frame this part of her in any positive light he says i love her passion i love the way that she pushes me every day i love like when like it's almost like he finally elaborates with money driven meaning like He's like, she's always had these goals and she works towards them and she won't quit till she makes them. And I really admire that about her. I'm like, okay, that's the first time you've ever framed this side of her in a positive way. When you say money driven, everybody just imagines like fucking Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Like taking a bath and piles of cash with no one to love him. That is not who she is, you know? So, I mean, in general, again, I think part of this is by design, but I just was like, stop burying the lead, you assholes. Like, stop. And then they like get... So they say their yeses in light of these nice admirational things they have to say about each other. And then they give each other this meager peck after. And it's just like, this whole thing is just awkward. And I, gotta, I, I Yeah, I gotta say, you know, I... I felt weird about this whole decision day, their whole decision day process, and, and them yeah, as a couple. Yeah, because it still and feels tense. It just it, it, something felt off to me. Like, and I know obviously at the end of the episode we are getting all these like out of context clips and people oh, like walking the away. The preview for the reunion, right. you know, and and Gil's crying. And we get all this, and we have a beard look, which. Usually an addition of facial hair in reality TV means singleness. Usually I feel like that's a universal life thing. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. People that can grow facial hair tend to grow facial hair when they, after their heart is broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even before all that, mm-hmm. you know, while I was watching, I just, I don't know. I just uh, I don't feel yeah. great. I don't feel great about there them. There wasn't a warm and fuzzy feeling at the end when they said it yes. It seems like she just like woke up on the wrong side of the yeah. bed and decided that she was just going to have an a piss poor attitude to bring to the stick. I know. It was just it's odd. But then you get them post, right? And they're like standing with each other for camera like holding each other and she's like giddily saying and then we're going to talk about kids. I think we should have them in a year and a half. And he's like, three years. She's like, year and a half. And you're like, then you see their naturalness again. Are we sure that just wasn't 
from having a bottle of champagne with the experts after. And she was finally lubricated and happy. Maybe. But it made me go, that was what supports my theory that, like, Mirla, at the end of the day, is not good at the whole warm and fuzzy thing in general. Like, it takes her so long to warm up that she's never going to fully do it for camera. Because she made that statement, too, that, like, I'm not into this, but I agreed to do all of this because that was what made it worth it for me to find my person. Yeah. And I, like, believe her. Like, I don't. That's a good point. She's not a person that I think is seeking out reality TV show fame. No. Um, I don't think she's very interested in it. So, but I don't know. Maybe I'm being, like, too kind and understanding of her. And there was some things that looked a bit shady in those previews of the reunion. And so. weird. Like, if you're making Gil weep and walk off, like. I'm already mad at you. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say on them? Uh, Not right now. Okay. No. Brett and Ryan? Brett and Ryan. This, okay. You know, speaking of weird energy, mm-hmm. this had some very weird energy to me. It seemed like they were kind of like pals. Yeah. Did you get that vibe? Yeah, a little bit. Like very pally at the end and, yeah. and throughout, and and you know they just come in, laid back, having a good time. I see more emoted from Ryan's face in the two minutes in terms of smiles and casualness yeah. and chill than I did the whole other sixteen episodes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, What's going on here? Yeah. Um, we just get a lot of like with their over, like. It's just clear they both come in. We all know what's going to happen here. So there's not like any edge of your seat moments. It's just like, okay, how is it going to play out? I just was like in Ryan's voiceover of his montage. He's like, I've never been scared of the commitment. (laughs) And I was like, fuck yourself, Ryan. (laughs) Um, Her dress was a no for me, which I was just a little disappointed because she deserves better dress. Yeah. She deserves better dress choices. <laughs> I agree. And that's all I'll say on the matter. Yeah. Um, that meeting on the couch was just really awkward because it just felt like they were just like, oh, hi, like about to break up. Cool. Like yeah. officially. It's like, it, it, it's funny when, when it just seems like an appointment on your schedule. Yeah. When you're, like they're the, like, when let's get this over with. It's like, hey, oh, 2.30, we got to sit in a day. Yeah. Oh, I got happy hour. Four, uh, dentist appointment at 11. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So something that I loved was like, Dr. Pepper is like, okay, we're going to come for the thing. She says, I have one thing to deal with, with you. I don't like, I see you as this good guy, but I don't understand how a good guy starts a dating app profile before the marriage is over. And then we get, a new version of Ryan's half-ass fake apologies where we get a, I'm apologetic that you found out this way. I never meant for that to happen. And then we have Dr. Viviana come in. Okay, but it didn't just happen, Ryan. You did it. (laughs) It was something you did. And he comes back with basically, I have a type. I'm 35 and I have a type. And like, 
sue me, you know? And you're like, oh my God, you're so, and I love that Dr. Pepper comes right in and goes, well, I think you've had plenty of your type and you've never successfully reached a deeper connection. So I think that the whole point of this was to explore something different. Um, and I loved that Brett basically just built on that and was like, you know, for me, she basically says, look, did I have all the feelings? No, I didn't either. Yeah. But you don't sit and wait for those feelings to just hit you like lightning. Like we've talked about so many times, you cultivate it on purpose and you were never willing to do that. All you wanted to do was stand around with your Eeyore face and wait to get hit with a big fat boner for me, basically. Yeah. And then what followed what? That you would then be in love? Like, yeah. you know, you never, after the honeymoon, you stopped efforting in every single way. And you were just waiting. You know, it's just, it's true. So I loved everything that Brett said. Um, he wishes he would have verbalized more. He tiptoed around the uncomfortable conversations. I did like that Pastor Cal came in and was like, kind of trying to like wake up Ryan mm -hmm. and was like, she's wife material, dude. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't, you're not see, you're not realizing that. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, she thinks that she, like, her whole thing is, I should have spoken up sooner and asked him to give it to me straight sooner. Yeah. Which is true. I agree with that. I was a little, like, she thinks they can have a good friendship, but sh she wants to get a divorce. I was like, ew. Why would you, you want to be friends with him? him? You like, guys don't agree on anything. anything. I know. So, and then the, I just found this all very awkward because he's doing his, like, yes, he's a perma-Eeyore, but, like, he does his extra Eeyore face when he wants to look like he's downtrodden and, like, I'm a sad man. And I, like, you know, and he was doing that while she was talking. And I'm like, stop acting like you're not just so relieved that this is what's coming out of her mouth right now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you don't have to play sad boy for us because we don't believe you. Um. And then he just says he thinks he's coming out of this a more well-rounded person, ready to be a husband. <laughs> I was like, LOL, Ryan. I, I, like, no. Like, are you joking? The apology that you just gave five minutes prior, that wasn't an apology. It was, I'm basically sorry that you found out. Yeah. And I didn't mean to do, I didn't mean for it to happen. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to spontaneously happen. I didn't really have anything to do with it, but I'm sorry that you found out about it. Not, I'm sorry I did something and betrayed you and yeah. blah. Anyway. I want to start a petition hmm. to get Brett to move to San Diego mm. and give her another chance at this. I would love It'll that. It'll never happen, but I just, am, I don't know. I'm like, I don't. I know. I would love to watch her have think, a real fighting chance with someone. I don't think Texas is for you. <laughs> I don't think. Um, okay, I, now you're projecting too much on her. Well, I just, I just think that she deserves another chance with a real husband, and not. Yeah, I agree. An oil tycoon, Eeyore. <laughs> Come to San Diego. Who wants like a blonde bimbo? Yeah, like I don't know. I hated how, like, I just, something that just made me cringe a little bit 
it's like, I just feel like every woman is aware of it when it's like the only thing that doesn't like, he just keeps being like, she's a really great girl. She's a great girl. You know, it's just not my type. It's like, that's your way of saying she's really nice and kind but I'm not sexually attracted to her. Yeah, it's like, it's it's you, essentially everyone does, figured out that when everybody knows what you mean. Exactly, everyone figured out that when people say they have a nice personality, what that like means, right. you know. And so now we've evolved to be like, I mean, she's got it all. She's a great girl. She's marriage material. It's just like reframing that. Right. It's the same. It's redefining she has a great personality with better words. And it just bugs. Yeah, it's freaking annoying. I'm like, just stop wasting. No, just stop. Freaking Ryan's a dweeb, also. Like, how dare you not include in that list that she's also beautiful? Yeah. Like, she is beautiful, objectively, even if you're not attracted to her. Like, it just bothers me. Uh, Like, you're incapable of saying it. Like, stop. Ugh. Okay, moving on to the couple that I feel most bored and still also confused by, Rachel and Jose. My notes for Rachel and Jose. (laughs) Barely have any. Deadbolt rehash. Jose, yes. Rachel, yes. (laughs) I love that we got a revisit of the whiteboard. Oh, Um, the whiteboard. (laughs) The whiteboard was... It feels like months ago. The whiteboard was a character in this show for the first half of this season and then the whiteboard just left us Uh, and i didn't know that i could miss it but i did i did i was like i still want to be friends with the whiteboard yeah will the whiteboard be at the reunion i hope so i hope so too i mean i wonder if geico will still be at the top (laughs) or if anything's changed um i will say though all things considered Sorry, I'm all over the place with these guys, and okay. I'm jumping out of order. They kind of seem like the strongest couple to me. Yeah. If I didn't do power rankings this week. Yeah. But if I had to, yeah, this would probably be my number one spot. Yeah. I just think that they're. I think they that seem they, both they are, more in it. They are uniquely. I think they both want marriage so bad and don't really want to go through like. All of these other people are like, I've learned things about myself and now I'm ready to get married to, right. you know, and Next these people person. are like, you know what? This is enough. This, you know, like we, I found someone in each other. They have found someone who genuinely, I think, loves them and yeah. someone who will um, accept them for who they are. They still have flaws, obviously. There's still some concerns. I just kind of think that like they're always going to keep trying and making this want to work out. Yeah, I mean, I'm always going to have concerns about Jose and the secret demon that lives inside and the of him. Controllingness, and yeah, the temper. like yeah. I will because I just think that there's if that kind of person is willing to behave that way on camera, I have to think that there's more going on behind closed doors. But it didn't seem like a hostage situation. Like, Rachel seemed very in her power still. And so I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. But I just, I can't, you guys, I can't get over it. Like, the lockout situation will just, I love how it's just brushed over. So Pastor Cal says, you know, and the lockout. 
I mean, the truth here is that you talked about it, you got through it, and here we are. And I was like, I guess. Like, at the end of the day, Jose has never owned that he locked his wife out on purpose. Well, and And I think it's hilarious that we just accept it because it's the truth that we have, it's the truth that they have to all live by to continue moving forward. Well, yes, and the fact that Obviously, Jose was completely in the wrong here. But the fact that this this whole confrontation did not end with Rachel just being locked, deadbolted out of her own apartment, but the fact that she goes and spends the night at an ex-boyfriend's house. I think it's shocking that is, the experts didn't bring that up. This whole thing, I need like an hour. I know. I need an hour on this. It is so unfair. Like, yeah, we get it. They're real people. They have real things to work out. It is so unfair to the viewing public <laughs> that you're allowed to be like, oh, yeah, we, we workshopped it last night till 4 a.m. Everything's all good now. And right. Like, no, you locked this woman you're out. Drop she that went bomb into the we arms never get to find of out her. Anything else? Exactly. This is insane. I, I know. Just, this is, uh, it's almost like they had enough with the Hurricane K right. thing. And the ups and downs of Bao and Johnny's meanness. Yeah. And it was like, ah, eh, well, we don't need to really press into this, which I'm like, on its shell, on its, like... It's a big deal on its face. Exactly. And it didn't get dealt with that way. No. It's so bizarre. It just gets swept over, and they're like, ah, oh, it's all good. We're all happy. Well, We're, probably because uh, they just... want two successful couples to walk away since they get so much shit for how nobody works out. Yeah. You know? Um... I, I think just in general with these two, they're both so driven in their personal lives that I think that they are going to take that drive and strive for perfection to the relationship. I think that you could be right. I still think that at any minute, like I just feel like Rachel is always, it's always possible that Rachel could be like, I'm out. Like, you're too much for me. Yeah, and maybe I'm just trying to give but someone a fairytale ending. Today. I just think... That's how it seems as a result of decision day. All, okay. Don't get me wrong. They definitely could split up. What I, I guess what, what my main point that I'm honing in on here is out of every... Well, out of the two couples that stayed together, they seem a little stronger right now mm-hmm. than Gil and Miro. Totally, totally. So... Then we have this day after decision day meetup, which always catches me off guard when it happens. Um, nothing like super exciting. But Last year's was you can't top Chris coming back oh, to yeah. the backyard hangout. Yeah. Like last year's was you're just not going to beat that. Right. They're just slamming apps and calamari stuff in their mozzarella their cheese bullets. balls. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to go through, like, a quick... Things that stood out to me. Gil announcing to the group that they consummated their marriage. LOL. You know Mirla, once again, loathed that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how Gil said in his interview that Ryan wasn't real. Loved it. Ryan said, no regrets. Hate it. You're a piece of shit if you have no regrets after this season. Um, I loved Gil calling Zach out for his bullshit about decision day when he was like, look, if she said to me what you said to Michaela, I would have been like, no, you know, Yeah. 
which you can tell is stressing Zach out, but he has no response because he's so in his head. What is up? I'm going to do a tangent here. What is up with the lack of anyone wanting regret, having regrets? When did having regrets turn into something that like, <laughs> I know it's is so bad. Everyone is like, oh, I have, I have no, no regrets. regrets. Well, like, really? you downloaded you a dating app. You overturned a ping pong table. You broke a wine glass. Right. You, you know, you drove There's off in difference? the middle of the night. I mean, it's like, this is a very important distinction that I feel that people don't make. Okay. There is a difference between believing that everything happens for a reason and in the order it's supposed to, and in that everything is building on the thing that happened before. And so thus you can have a general gratitude for all that you've learned through all the awfulness or, you know, I, oh shit, I did have to go through that humiliation to finally learn that thing, to fix that thing about myself. So like you can have that broad, like gratitude for the hard times, but that's still different than, I mean, I regret making this choice. Right, I you regret can still regret shit. Yeah. And, and still I just, think it happened for a reason. Yeah. You know, and I just, I don't like how, especially when I it just, comes to harm you've caused others, mm -hmm. it rubs the wrong way to hear it that. It really does. Cause you're like, Oh really? Well, you should regret it because you fucked up with that person's life. Yeah. And it's like, months. you're not gonna, it's something about like having regrets. People just assume that you're inauthentic or I don't know what it is exactly. But it just really bothers me yeah. for you to be sitting here and saying you have no regrets, you wouldn't change a thing. And I'm like, are you when joking? you were an ass really? for 90% like, of the process. And you've kind of acknowledged that at random points of lucidity. Yeah. So well, like, just, just yeah, be exactly. honest. I yeah, know. I regret. I regret like, how I treated you her. ugly or, you know, it's just I, like yeah. anything. Like yeah. that bothers me. I know. It's so annoying. I don't know what. It's what an overly that like is in our culture. Yeah. I mean, I think it's been around for a long time. I know. It makes people feel better about something. I know. Sorry. I just and had they want to like not have to ever think about the past, but it's like I had to or go on you that could tangent. have some regrets and maybe that would make you a better person moving forward. You know? Yeah. Regrets make you better, I think. What are you what life you don't lessons have to live are you? in the regret, but you should have some regret. Yeah. You're kind of not human if you don't have regrets. Are you a sociopath? <laughs> anyway, philosophical discussions. Um, Zach looks miserable. Oh, Johnny, I'm hopeful for the future. You know, whoever gets me next is getting a tested guy. <laughs> I was like, no one wants you after watching this, Johnny. <laughs> like, literally. You and Sarah can go run off together. Yeah, seriously. Go run off into the sunset with Sarah Asshat, and we don't ever need to see you again. Like, as long as you stay off my television screen, I'm fine. But those are my takeaways from that. Yeah, I didn't really get much out of that. Okay, you know what I want to do? What? I want to do a um, quick, like we did last week. Like, you can't think about it. You just have to say, do you think that these people are still together at the reunion? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to say their name and you have at to go. At the beginning of the reunion or at the end of the reunion? The, the reunion is one event. It's just split into two nights oh, okay. for us. Okay. Okay. Well, this is dumb. Johnny and Bao. No. Gil and Mirla. No. Brett and Ryan. <laughs> no. 
Michaela and Zach. No. Rachel and Jose. Yes. So you think Rachel and Jose are the only couple still together? Yeah. Okay. I I don't even I kind of don't have hope for Rachel and Jose. I you think don't think anyone's together. You think we're coming to this reunion and you think there will be five couples of singles. I kind of do. Doesn't really make sense, I but. kind of do. And I except for whatever the explosive new couple might be. I need to know. And maybe we'll we can talk about this more next week. I need to know why and how Mirla and Johnny are so close. It's repulsive. I just don't get it. No, I, I and don't I feel understand. Very concerned. And I need answers. I need answers. I need answers. Make it make sense to us. Who knows something? Like, what is going on? And here? I've been honestly. This is the biggest question I need answered. I know. And I've been watching them all. Like, I've been watching. Those two couples, like a hawk, especially for the last three weeks, in a new way. Like when they're at group events, yeah. I'm like, what does Zach's face look right now when Bao's talking? What does Mirla's face look like right now when Bao's talking? Because apparently Mirla fucking hates her. Or, you know, and I'm still not finding it. Like I my sleuthing is grab. I know. What what? I mean, and it it's just bizarre in so many ways because Mirla has been pretty much the most anti-social of the one mm -hmm. um, even though she's been present you know was, i was looking at they, when they were doing rachel and jose's montage and rachel's smashing you yeah. know remember that mira's in the background just on her phone like in during this thing you yeah. know and i know she doesn't I, really seem to have forged a real relationship with any of the girls except maybe rachel yeah, I, can't I just, I, it's so weird. You know, we kind of gave Michaela shit at the beginning of the year for not wanting to hang out with the girls. But uh, it, for someone that is so antisocial with everyone else, how and why has she gotten into this, like, close friendship with Johnny? I know. I've definitely what seen some theories, it? but I think we're going to wait. Okay. Uh, that's the question I want answered. Okay. Well... Only time will tell. Only time will tell. My one lyric it today is, I mean, there was multiple, but one that really stood out to me was after Rachel said, I want to stay married. It's just, I choose you. I choose you. It's oh, just, my goodness. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. You literally, the, the literalness of the lyrics kills. Okay, friends, well, this was an exciting episode and yet not nearly as explosive as the next two weeks appear to be. Um, I would like to give one little teaser that is not quite a spoil, but on Twitter, so we all know Kevin Frazier will be the host, and someone tweeted, a thousand percent ready to find out why Gil walked off. And Kevin tweets at him and says, it's going to break your heart. And I just, what does it mean? What does it mean? I mean, if Gil is crying, it's a big deal. Yeah. We haven't seen him cry. No. Um, so I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Me and too. we hope that you have a great rest of your weekend, a great week. Be checking in on the Insta because we've been posting fun polls. Are we going to be doing 
one pod at the end of the two week reunion or we'll be doing no. okay no yeah we're gonna stay week to week we will be going week to week so we will talk to you at the end of this next week and breaking down all of the juice with each other talk to you later bye bye